me feel like I'm a part of something bigger. My favorite business show. Hands down the best B2B sales and marketing podcast. The ultimate resource for salespeople. George makes me want to conquer local. An authentic entertainer. Conquer Local with Vendasta. Here's George Leaf. It's the latest edition of the Conquer Local Podcast, special editions coming to you from our annual conference in beautiful San Diego, California, Conquer Local 2019. Erica Byram and I met about four years ago. At the time, she was the Assistant Vice President of Social Media for For Rent, which is part of the Dominion organization, which was Auto Trader at the time, Boat Trader. And recently, they've been acquired by CoStar, which is Apartments.com. And over the years... Erica has proven to me over and over again that she's one of the top people to deliver the social media message in a space that, you know, when you think about it, there, there are certain milestones in your life and certain things that you spend a lot of time doing research on, you know, an auto or buying a home or how about renting an apartment? It's one of those magic moments in your life where you really do a lot of research. And that's what Erica Byram has been uh, tasked with, is coming up with a social media reputation management listing presence solution for, at the time, for rent and then moving into apartments.com. So we're going to have her on the podcast in a moment. We're going to grill her about how she's put together this machine, which is now tasked with going out and serving the 50,000 potential customers that Apartments.com touches in North America. Erica Byram, the Assistant Vice President of Social Media for Apartments.com, coming up next on the Conquer Local Podcast. It's another edition of the Conquer Local Podcast, and I'm really excited to have my friend Erica Byram here in studio. We're again at the beautiful Hotel Del Carnado in uh, San Diego for Conquer Local 2019. And uh, Erica, thanks for flying in. It's really great that we could get you on the show. And uh, can we, first off, I'll go through our background of working together over the last few years, but let's talk about you, know, you and, and how you arrived at uh, CoStar and Apartments.com. So I've been with our parent company, our previous parent company, for 15 years. I started right out of college. Um, it was formerly known as Trader Publishing Company. We were primarily a print-only focused company, and we transitioned over the years into digital. Um, popular brands, Auto Trader, Boat Trader, Cycle Trader, Truck Trader, Equipment Trader, of the like. And so I started there, transitioned into the real estate brands, and I've been on the real estate side for forrent.com, homes.com, and those guys for the last, I'd say, 13 years. And then as of recently, within the last year, our largest competitor purchased forrent.com. With the acquisition, we swung over to CoStar Group, which uh, has Apartments.com. So it's been great to be in an even larger multifamily brand. So, you know, the multifamily space is a real interesting animal. And when you and I met about four years ago, um, it, it was pretty apparent that you were on the cutting edge of deploying social media and reputation management and presence management into this space. So when we talk about multifamily, we're talking about apartments and, um, you know, you understand that space inside and out. You've been doing this for a long time. Um, you know, how many customers do you have under management right now with your social media tactics? So we've got a couple thousand right now. And I think with the growth of coming into the CoStar group is going to be huge for, um, for us because we've got 50,000 total properties within that brand that we have to um, start taking a look at. So I think that this is a huge opportunity for us. 
Um, and we recently, within I'd say 2016, 2017, transitioned from self-service to full service. So we've seen a nice shift there of trying to get some of those do-it-yourself clients into our full service offering. So we're talking about um, an owner of a property uh, or a manager of a property, and the presence of that property is very important. Um, can, can you explain some of the problems that, that you're trying to solve for those customers? Yeah. So what we do at Apartments.com is we simplify the process of renters finding a new place to live. And on the advertising side, we advertise those apartments on our website. And with the reputation component, it's so important because reviews are really um, you know, a huge piece of the apartment finding process. And as you're you know, navigating through the, the customer journey, it's definitely impacting their business. And so I think reviews is probably one of the biggest challenges that our industry has as a whole. Um, you know, obviously we've got apartmentratings.com, we've got Yelp, Facebook, and leasing managers should be focused on selling apartments, leasing apartments. And so they really rely on partners like apartments.com to come in and help eliminate some of that workload for them to respond to reviews in a timely manner and also take the emotion out because a lot of these renters are disgruntled or they have very um, you know, strong opinions. And so for us to come in and kind of alleviate that for them has been huge for them. So one of the things, the lines that I've used over the years is what I, what I call review lunatics. And that is a consumer that has like just crazy ideas as to what would be a great experience. I'm sure that you solve a lot of those problems in, in the space? Oh, we've seen it all. I mean, the reviews that come in, um, we just pulled the metrics the other day. I can't remember them off the top of the head, but we're responding to hundreds of reviews a day. So our industry in particular, I would think just like maybe um, the restaurant space is getting a heavy volume of reviews. Um, and, you know, think about it. Each of these apartment communities can host anywhere from a couple hundred to thousands of residents at any given time. So there's a huge volume there. You know, the interesting thing over the, the years that we've known each other, I've had the privilege of meeting some of your customer base. And the, the, it's like a, there's two revenue tracks that are at risk. The first is we've got the renters and we want to keep the property uh, rented. But the, the, um, the vacancy rate affects the overall valuation of the property. So there's two pieces that the owner is very concerned with. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, um, alongside reviews, I think the, big, the other big challenge that we see in the space is business listing information being inaccurate. So claiming has been huge for us because property names are changing ownership all the time. So their name is changing, their address might be changing, phone number, website. So having the capability to partner with you guys to correct all of that has been huge because a lot of property managers and owners might not even know where to start for that. So multifamily, it's a very fascinating space and it's, an, it's a massive industry with a 50,000 um, you know, total addressable market. But let's, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about your work as the Assistant VP of Social Media and you know, the teams that you're responsible for. So you know, I know that you're managing uh, fulfillment teams and you're also, you know, you, you, it's your product that you've built and molded over the years. But really, when it comes right down to it, you're one of the best salespeople of, of that product. I've heard you on calls. We've been on co-presentations uh, together. Let's talk a little bit about how you are getting that sales force at apartments.com, which is a massive engine, um, ready to sell this solution. Yeah, I think one of the things that we did a couple of years back was create an arm that is basically a sales biz dev arm. And there's a couple folks where we go in and we partner up with the Salesforce. Salesforce owns the relationships. They've got 
they've got really strong relationships. They tee us up, we come in, we deliver the demonstration, they close the sale. So you're really partnering up with a subject matter expert. And I think that's been able, you know, has allowed us to really go out and take, um, you know, advantage of the strength of the information that these subject matter experts have. So that takes less pressure off the sales reps, right? They're really focused on building the relationship, getting us in the door, and we can deliver the demo. My uh, colleague and friend, Paul Plant, has a term for this. He calls it digital ninjas. So you've got the, the salesperson that's got a longstanding relationship with the property owners, and then they bring in the digital expert, which positions the product and stays on top of the advancements of the technology. Now, when it comes to the fulfillment side, I know that that's always a challenge. How have you overcome some of the challenges in having a, a fulfillment team that now has to deliver on this promise? I think you know, the improvements that you guys have made with Task Manager has been huge for us. So um, going in and creating more efficiencies, really partnering with you guys, taking a look at our overall workflow, cleaning up outstanding tasks. But I think if we didn't have Task Manager, we wouldn't be able to scale as fast as we've done today. Um, it really gives us more transparency into our work. We're setting goals for our team. So we're doing fulfillment everywhere from um, responding to reviews, setting up social media accounts, building different pages, um, we outsource the creating of the, the listings and the claiming through your group, so that helps scale for us as well. Um, and then we're taking a look at doing social media contests and different things like that. So we've got a lot on our plates. So having Task Manager enables us to stay focused. When you have that team, I've met some of your folks, so I'm going to lead into this. You've got some great team leads there, and then they have a group. How hard is it to find that talent in the, in the fulfillment team to be able to deliver on that? You know, we've been recruiting locally from some of the, the uh, universities within Norfolk, so that's been helpful. And, um, you know, really trying to find people that understand social media and maybe use it for personal use, but may not have had experience in the business space. Um, I think that's been a huge win for us. And just understanding social in, in general, we can teach them real estate, we can teach them how to use it for business. But, um, you know, I appreciate the kids coming out of school. They're just on it. They understand it. Um, and I think, you know, we've recently in the last year transitioned into a pod model. So we've got pods. So we've got a whole group that just does review response. We've got a group with your company helping us with the claiming, business listing, all of that, listing distribution. We've got another pod for uh, social media setup, content, all of that. We've got content writers, graphic design. So I think the pod structure has also enabled us to be more efficient and effective because we've got people that are focused in on um, their specific skill set. So because you um, wear two hats, and what I mean by that is you have that fulfillment team that is, you know, reports to you, but you also really are leading the sales efforts as well. What advice would you give our listeners that are salespeople as to how they could play a little bit better with the fulfillment teams and make everybody's life a little bit easier? You know, I love being a part of fulfillment. I think having marketing, sales, fulfillment, all tied under one group has been helpful because you can really understand how to leverage each other and you understand the pipeline and, and what's being fulfilled. So I think that works. I think having a manager, a, a strong manager of that fulfillment pod is key so that it allows us to go on and be you know, effective in sales presentations and help integrate more with customer service, finance, sales, technology. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts, but I think having strong leads within each group is really the most effective way. And we just recently transitioned to that model in like the last year. How do you, how do you um, 
get over the, what I call the, it's more work effect. So salespeople go out and they make a sale to a big customer and we're, you know, we've got 5,000 locations, can be fantastic. Now they've got to come back to the fulfillment team and say, oh, I just put a whole bunch more work on your plate. How, how do you handle that dynamic? We create a lot of processes, um, fulfillment, um, procedures. Your team's been excellent at helping us expedite some of these larger management companies that we've been onboarding. Um, we have a pretty solid onboarding process and we've been fine tuning it. You know, every month we take a look at it. We work with your group. We understand the infrastructure. We work with you guys even on creating diagrams to understand every piece of the model. And, and when the order comes through, where does it go from there? So I think having that visual diagram has been helpful for my team as well so they can understand how they impact each piece of, you know, each component throughout its entire life cycle. So your, your retention rate is quite high. Yeah, I mean, I think in multifamily too, um, they they shift their spend around too. But I think for the most part, we've been able to keep a lot of our longstanding customers on the program. And I think retention is always something that we're going to continue to work on as well. And I'm actually thinking about hiring a customer success manager too. I've heard some people talk about it and how it's been helpful in their organization. I think that's something that we need to look at as well. When I, you know, one of the big takeaways is the fact that this is a never ending refinement process. So let's talk about the book. Because it's not often that we get authors on our uh, podcast. And you, and you co-authored this book a few years back. Could we talk a little bit about it? Yeah, so I had the privilege and honor to work with Jay Bear. He's a New York Times bestselling author of the book Utility. We did a spin-off of that called Utility for Real Estate. And it was incredible opportunity. We were able to interview peers in the real estate space and really bring the knowledge into the book and how um, you know these um, consumers and customers and businesses are practicing the concept of utility in their marketing. So when uh, people are listening to the podcast, obviously you're a subject matter expert in this space. Do you have any advice for salespeople when they're out talking to multifamily type customers? I think, you know, never stop learning. Keep digging in, especially, you know, our sales force, we made a huge transition from selling print for many years into selling digital products. So I think partnering up with subject matter experts is huge. Um, continue to learn, listen to podcasts. Um, we constantly are pumping out new information to them um, in the space. And I think, um, you know, overall, just helping apartment renters and um, our customers understand that there's solutions out there and we can take off and eliminate a lot of the workloads so that they can focus on selling apartments, which is what they're great at. And then someone like us can come in and help them with review response, social media, business listing claiming to really increase their presence online. One more hard question. Maybe it's not hard. Maybe it is. Uh, massive transition when uh, CoStar bought from Dominion for rent. Any advice to people that are experiencing that sort of a consolidation move? Because, you know, it was the acquisition of the company. It got rolled into the, the larger organization. And there was a lot of, uh, you know, there was a lot of transition that happened there. Any advice that you give, give people because Pre you've been through it? Yeah, preparation is key. I think I've done multiple keynotes to multiple stakeholders within the company. And I think that was important for me to understand what their role was in the company so that they can understand also what we do. Um, so I think positioning the product to the C-suite and integrating across multiple departments. So it was important for me to introduce myself to finance, training, customer service, sales, marketing, and show them the product. We did a full pitch for them. We showed them the software so that they really understood. 
um, the inner workings of it and how we were supporting multifamily clients in a whole new space for them. This was brand new to them. So for me, I think the biggest piece of advice was to integrate with as many departments as possible so that we could get the message out about the product across the entire organization. I had the privilege of uh, traveling to Dallas with uh, our chief strategy officer, Jackie Cook, and Erica hosted us with all of your vice presidents from around the country at that time. And I, and I was very impressed by the amount of preparation that you did to get ready for that. So you got 200 people in an auditorium, you were running the entire event, you've got your president there, you've got all of the, you got the CEO of the company in, in the crowd. Let's just talk a little bit about the lessons that you've learned around preparation for that type of, a, you know, a whole day presentation that you were owning. You put a lot of time into that ahead of time. Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing was the, the pitch deck you know, the sales message. And we were so fortunate to have you and Jackie come in and deliver that message and understanding the customer journey. And that really teed up our entire sales force moving forward, get them fired up, get them to understand the core message. Um, but I think building the keynote was the most time consuming thing. What was the message? How were they going to deliver it? What were the channels? And then um, we created a toolkit for them too, which was a really great takeaway, which gave them selling best practices and tips since you know moving into digital was quite new for them at the time. Um, but I think, yeah, I mean, for me, I think keynotes was important because it was a visual way for us to demonstrate um, the product and how it can work for them and how they can use it in their sales cycle. Um, so that I think was very effective for us. I noticed uh, during this, and I, I wanna leave our listeners with one piece, you, you are quite meticulous when it comes to analyzing all of that material to make sure that it really hits home with the message. What, was that something that you've learned over time through trial and error, or was there some sort of a resource that taught you that by being meticulous and making sure that you have every I dotted and every T crossed, you get a much better result? I think, you know, I started in marketing, so maybe it stems from that and just, you know, understanding collateral and it's only going to be effective if the messaging is right. And I also think it's important to get it right across every piece that you're touching because you've got 300 some salespeople, you want them to sing the same song. And if there's any inconsistencies anywhere, all it takes is one sales rep to go off path and that can really create some challenges with retention or setting expectations with clients. So I think consistency is key. So, you know, what, what you're touching on is a real significant issue and that is the minute that you lose the trust of that salesperson, then it could spread throughout the organization. So making sure that, you know, maybe not doing a whole bunch of things, but the things that you're doing, you do really, really well. So it's buttoned down is very effective. Yeah, and that's exactly why we brought in the biz dev team to do those four-legged calls so that we can help control that message and make sure that client expectations are set. I really appreciate you taking some time and joining us here. Thanks for coming to San Diego to Conquer Local. And uh, I've been looking forward to having you on the podcast for quite some time. Make sure that you read the book. It's a fantastic book if you're working on uh, in the real estate space, Utility for Real Estate. And where would I would I get a copy of the listener? You can download on, on Amazon and um, you know any of the other digital outlets. Excellent. Thank you, Erica Byram, for joining us today. Thank you so much. Well, I really enjoy having guests that uh, I have a long-standing relationship with. I've had the privilege of working with Erica over the last few years, and uh, you know we've really grown the relationship with her and and watched her grow throughout her career. One really interesting piece that she said, 
And it's a great takeaway from this. She's responsible for the sales efforts and a revenue line. She's also responsible for making sure that the marketing message is correct. And she's then tasked with making sure that it comes true through the fulfillment. And I find that a big disconnect inside organizations is those are really three different parts of the company that need to be working very closely together. They can't be at odds. They need to be all singing from the same hymnal. And Erica has done a great job of bringing together a group of people that um, lead each one of those functions, but they all work together and they trust each other. And I'm sure that there's some violent agreement in some meetings, but they come up with a plan that's cohesive and helps the salespeople that are out talking to those customers deliver the message. The other piece is, the constant learning theme, if you're not picking up on this in the Concord Local Podcast for over 70 episodes over the last two years, um, you know, Erica has constantly been learning and I will get text messages from her, uh, you know, late in the afternoon, weekends, things like that saying, hey, I was just thinking about X. Do you have any material that you've been digging around for? And I'm sure there's other resources that she reaches out to, but she's constantly trying to tweak that message to improve the efficiency and to continue to drive the growth. So a couple of really great takeaways inside that edition. And we thank Erica Byram for joining us for these special editions here at the uh, beautiful Hotel Coronado for Conquer Local 2019. LinkedIn, great place to reach out to us with uh, feedback on our episodes. And I thank all the people that have been reaching out with their comments. And we look forward to seeing you next time on the Conquer Local Podcast. My name is George Leith. I'll see you when I see you. You've been listening to the Conquer Local Podcast with your host, George Leith. Executive producers are Brendan King, Jeff Tomlin, and Danny Mario. Audio engineering, sound lounge by T-Bone. Marketing by Rory Lawford. Produced by Colleen McGrath. 